Professional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 103, cranking away here uh, in all these different podcasts. Hey, look, I hope you're doing really great wherever you are. Uh, I hope you've had um, just a restful week or weekend, uh, a restful day. I hope you've been able to just calm down, take a deep breath, realize that you are not in control. Isn't that, it's a terrifying thing to think about, but honestly, if you really slow down, you go, wow, I think that might be a place where I can rest a little bit. You know, you're not in control. We're not in control of all that's happening in our our culture, in our world. And so a lot of times as a result of our kind of control mongering or our control fear, it just is it, it's freaking out inside of our head. It is it just creates immense amount of anxiety in our lives. And so we just end up living these anxious lives. We're running around trying to control, trying to figure out, trying to prevent uh, things from happening and, 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 and we're missing out on the beauty that is all around us, the beauty of our family, the beauty of our friends, the beauty of just sitting down and doing nothing, nothing. It's okay. I promise it is okay to do nothing. What I really love uh, these moments in scripture, if you read, there's these moments in scripture where Jesus just goes away and he just sits with this father, this heavenly father. He just sits there and he prays. Right. He, he, there's a lot of chaos that's happening. There's a lot of needs that need to be done. Hey, look, three and a half years and he's moving, you know, he's moving to die for the sins of the world. And yet he's like, no, no, no I just need to slow down. So here, here, here's my if I could write you a prescription, just slow down today. Just take 15 minutes today and just sit somewhere and just sit there and be quiet and rest. Take a breath, long breaths. And just walk, calm yourself down. And maybe in the midst of that, just go, God, meet me here. Meet me here in this place of rest. Meet me here in this place of uh, prayer, in this place of slowing down. Uh, Eugene Peterson had this quote. I, I may have brought this quote up uh, before. I, I can't remember. But he said something like, uh, a prayer without silence is a prayer out of context. And I just, that quote has just been sticking with me the last few weeks. A prayer that isn't, does, isn't in silence or doesn't start with silence, something like that, is a prayer out of context. So, slow down, relax, just listen to what he has for you. Uh, and I really do uh, love that so many of you have been listening to this podcast and it's been an encouraging thing for you. Hopefully helping moving you closer and near to a greater understanding of who God is and who you are, and then also a greater understanding of God's word. I, I hope that many of you don't just hear this passage, but actually go back and read the chapter. That would be really, really great. Hoping and desiring that. So thank you so much for listening and sharing and subscribing, all those good things. And then thank you for those of you who have been making donations to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Really, really appreciate that a time. Uh, before we get into Matthew uh, 5, 9, that's where we're going to go today. Uh, the B attitudes. I started thinking about how appropriate this 
the Beatitudes are for life on the whole, but I started thinking about how appropriate they are for what we're currently going through as a, as a world, as a community, as a world, as a country, how appropriate every single one of these. And as I was preparing for this one and just thinking about this passage, this one for me feels so timely. So I'm excited to share it with you. Matthew 5, 9 says, Blessed or blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God sons and daughters of God, the sons of God, basically the children of God. You know, um, this weekend I went surfing, um, actually yesterday. So yesterday was Sunday and I went surfing and we did a kind of a twilight surf. And so, um, the, I'm out in the ocean, the waves are just killer. The ocean is kind of, um, glassy clear so if you're surfing that those are great conditions if the water's kind of glassy it's not a little rocky but just really clear I'm out there with Cooper and the sun is setting and here in California right now the sun is like red like and it's red because there's forest fires all around and so it kind of makes the sunsets really red really vibrant so it's setting in the north, I'm, I'm looking at it as I'm on my surfboard in the ocean, perfect surfing conditions. And I just had this moment like this, just, I know I've done this with you before, but just like this, like, oh, I just felt so at peace. I just felt so at peace. I thought, wow, this is like a perfect moment. And in that moment, I just thanked God. I thanked him for this beautiful moment that I was able to have share with my son Thanked him for the ocean, thanked him for the sunset, but it just felt like so peaceful, so calm. And I couldn't help but think there's all this peace and all this calm in this moment that I'm sharing with my son, with God, and yet in our culture, in our world, there's so much chaos going on. There's so much unrest going on. I, I thought even the, the, the magnificence of that sunset is also bathed in tragedy because it means some people are losing their homes and, and acres and thousands of acres are being lost to fire and fire is creating all kinds of tragic things around here in Southern California, Northern California. So it's like, you know, here's this very peaceful moment in the midst of just such chaos and unrest. This is the type of life we are to live out in front of mankind. All the world's spinning out, right? And yet here I am on a surfboard in the middle of the ocean at sunset, completely at peace. We are to be like that. We are to be like a beautiful sunset in the midst of all the chaos. This is what he's calling us to. The, the Hebrew word uh, for peace is shalom. You've maybe heard this word. It's a very powerful word, and it's not a passive word. It's a very active word. Uh, peace always means everything which makes for a man's highest good. Biblically, this is what the idea of shalom is all about. God is a God of shalom, and he is extending that out to humanity. And so a lot of times when we think about peace, right, we think about peace. When we think about peace, we we think about uh, a guy, like a chill old guy, right? And he's got a Grateful Dead t-shirt on 
He's tossing two fingers in the air and yelling, make peace, not war, man. Like, you know, that's our vision of like a peacemaker or, or, or about peace or about somebody who embodies peace. That is the image from the 70s that pops into many of our brains and or maybe it's just my brain. But that's the image of just kind of this fragile old guy who looks like he's been worn out, but man, he's just chill and he's throwing the, the peace fingers up and just relax and everyone calm down. Right. And that's the kind of in my mind. And maybe for you, that's the idea we have of peace. But that's not necessarily the biblical example of what peace is. There's a part of that where it's like, no, he's, here's a guy who's maybe found contentment in life. I don't know. Maybe he's proclaiming a message going like, listen, everyone's against each other. Why don't we just calm down, right? Maybe there's things about him that are actually great. But that image of that passivity in some ways uh, for me, is the, is the thing I, I think I struggle with. And the thing in this passage that I think we need to deal with, it, when I think about peace, I think about Jesus, and I think about his crucifixion. Do you see it? Think about it. The whole world during Jesus's time is in unbelievable conflict. Jews hate Samaritans, Romans, uh, Romans don't aren't are oppressing everyone. The Jews are against the Roman. Right? It's just like everyone's against each other, right? Every, nobody likes the tax collectors. They're kicking people out of the synagogue. Like it just feels like if you read through the New Testament, you read through the Gospels. It just feels like there's so much conflict everywhere. Everyone seems to be against everyone. Oppression is everywhere. Jesus's ministry was to the oppressed. That's that whole thing where he's looking over the crowds and like sheep without a shepherd. And it breaks his heart. Does that sound familiar? In our culture right now, it seems like everything is divisive. It seems like we're all taking sides. Right? We all have an opinion. We're all going to post what we think is the right decision and the right team, and we're going to post who we think the wrong team is. We're going to make our opinions loud. We're going to blast them out in whatever medium we have to communicate, I'm on the right side. And it creates an immense amount of division, of divisiveness. And there's Jesus on the cross, dying. Think about how active this is. Dying to bring peaceful unity, to bring heaven on earth. Shalom. This is what you and I have been called into. Please, please, please understand this. You, if you call yourself a Christian, this is the life you've been called into. We are called to be peaceful reconcilers. But here's the thing. Peace is costly. I, 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 I cannot explain enough how costly peace is. And this is why the guy on the corner tossing up the peace fingers, like it doesn't, 
It doesn't seem to be costing that guy much. If you're really pursuing after peace, it's going to cost you something, right? Because the reality is this. It's easy to drop bombs. I'm just going to say for all of you, and and this is, I, I get to be able to, on this platform, voice some strong opinions because I think it's really important. If you're somebody who's dropping bombs on your social media, I just want you to know that's easy. It's easy. It's really easy to drop bombs everywhere, to cut people off. It's easy. It's so easy. Right? It was easy for the Jews to abandon the Samaritans. They, they, they thought of the Samaritans as lower than dogs. That's easy. We're done with them. They're not like us. They're unclean. It's easy if you see, if you remember the story in John, for them to throw rocks at an adulterous woman, it's easy. It's easy. And the culture fully accepted it. That's easy. Do you know what's not easy? Is to build bridges. Building bridges is difficult. You know what else is easy? It's easy to abandon a demoniac to the graveyard. That's easy. Ah, that guy's crazy. That's easy. It's easy to do that. It's easy to drop bombs. It's easy to create division. It's easy to take sides. You know what's really, really hard? And Jesus sets the perfect example for us. What's hard and difficult and sacrificial is to build bridges. Build bridges of unity. Build bridges to the heart, people to the heart of God. God died God sent his son Jesus to die for the sins of the world to unite all of humanity back to himself. We have no right. We have no right to be people who cut other people off. We are called to reconcile. And that's a costly, costly thing. And when we are peacemakers like this, Pat, which Jesus is saying, when we are peacemakers, we are doing the work of of God. We are acting like sons and daughters of the Most High God who sent his son Jesus to reconcile the world back to himself. We're following in Jesus's footprint and it honors God. And at the top of this, I was telling you that I thought this was such an appropriate verse for what's going on right now. And I believe it truly. Here's my deepest desire is that this is a very convicting passage for you. That after you get done listening to this, you pause and you reflect your actions. And maybe this is a time, I know this was true for me, where I repent. Repent for being divisive. Repent repent for bringing division. Because when we are people of peace, we follow in the footsteps of Jesus. And Jesus reconciled mankind to God. So how are you sacrificing to bring peace in this world? Father God, we need your help. This is so hard for us. And we know the evil one loves to divide Give us wisdom and discernment, Spirit of God, to be holy reconcilers in this world. So take a breath, reflect, 
and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart.